Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Victoria Benyon, and the founder of the Victoria Benyon Podcast Booking Agency. And you're listening to The Best Guest, the podcast for business owners, creatives, and entrepreneurs who want to harness the power of podcasts to grow their platforms and increase their visibility. We're here to support you on your journey, bringing you actionable tips with each episode. Now, let's begin. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Best Guest. Today, we're going to answer your questions about being a guest on podcasts. There were a few that we didn't manage to get to in episode 80, so we're just going to pick up where we left off. So the first question that we've had today is, how do I promote my appearance on a podcast to my followers or audience? There are several ways you can do this. The easy way is when a host tags you in posts about the podcast episode, you share it to your platforms and you also make sure that you comment on the host's posts. That's the easy way if you're pushed for time. Some hosts are going to provide you with graphics, quote graphics, audiograms, video clips. You can get the most mileage out of your interviews by scheduling these to go out across your platforms periodically. You're not limited the day or the week the episode goes live to talk about it. So the podcast can actually provide you with quite a lot of content. Another thing you might like to do is let your newsletter subscribers know about your podcast appearance. You could put a link to the show in one of your newsletters or even create a whole newsletter about the episode, depending on how relevant you feel it is. Some of our clients set up a podcast page on their website with a list of the shows and links to those podcasts. Make sure that you tag the host when you share a post about an episode. Hosts are always working to grow their shows. And if you've got a podcast, you know how much work this can be. So they'll really appreciate the support and may then share your posts with their audience, which again is good for you. It's that amplification. You have another option, which is to ask for the raw file after you've recorded the show. You can then get a transcript of this, which you can turn into a blog post or several blog posts, copy for your newsletters. You can make your own posts for social media, such as quote posts, audiograms, videos from the raw file. And some of our clients have created reels from it. There's so many possibilities. Just ask the host for the raw file if this is something that you want to do. And remember that sharing your episode, however you do it, it's a win for everyone. If you help the show reach a wider audience, there's going to be more people to hear your episode. It's going to do wonders for your relationship with the host who's working on their show. Okay, number two, can I use the podcast recording for my own marketing or content purposes? You'll have to take this on a case by case basis. The podcast host or the owner, it's not always the same, owns the copyright. So all podcasts operate differently. For example, for some, you'll be asked to sign a guest release form before appearing on a show where you give your consent and your permission for the recording and distribution of your voice and performance. A lot of podcasts won't ask you to do this. They're all different. So it's just important to respect the intellectual property rights of others. You can do this by just asking permission. Ask the host if they mind if you use the podcast for your own marketing or content purposes. 
As we just talked about in the last question, sharing a show is a win for everyone. With all the podcasts we've picked up, we've never had a host say no. Number three, what equipment do I need to ensure a high quality audio recording? All right, so the good news is it's not going to cost you a fortune to get started with podcast interviews, but you are going to need some equipment in place before you get started. It's important to just get this in place before you start pitching hosts, because you'll find that some may ask you for confirmation about the equipment you have before agreeing to book you on their show. So you don't want to be scrabbling around at the last minute. At a minimum, you're going to need headphones or earbuds, an external microphone, and ideally a webcam. You can get reasonably priced podcasting bundles that include a mic, headphones, pop filters, etc. These can be a good option if you're just getting started. They're not too expensive. It's really important that you wear headphones or earphones for good sound quality. It doesn't matter which style you choose. You can go by what you feel most comfortable in. You can go with big, big cans over your ears. You can go with earbuds that don't squash your hair. But if you do go with earphones, just make sure that if they've got an inbuilt microphone that you aren't using this for the sound because it just won't be good enough. Don't waste any time thinking that the inbuilt microphone in your computer is good enough for podcast interviews. It might sound good to your naked ear, but it really is essential that you get an external microphone. And there are lots and lots of choices. There are condenser microphones and dynamic microphones. Condenser microphones give you a really rich representation of your voice, but they can pick up on the other sounds around you. It depends if you live in a noisy household or you've got a lot of traffic going past your house or neighbours may be using noisy equipment in the garden. Dynamic microphones are going to be less sensitive. The USB mic that I got is the Blue Yeti, which is a condenser mic. Audio-Technica have great dynamic mics such as the ATR2100X. The thing that I like about USB microphones is that they give you this great audio, but they're also really simple to use. You just plug them in. (laughs) However, if you're setting up a home studio, you may wish to consider an XLR microphone as this will just give you more flexibility if you're looking to expand your setup at any point. To use an XLR microphone, you need to get an audio interface. I was most puzzled when my lovely Rode NT1A arrived and I just didn't know what, I thought it was a USB microphone. I didn't know what to do with it. (laughs) After some research, I realized I needed an audio interface. So what I have is the Focusrite Scarlett audio interface. And then you plug it into that and the audio interface goes into your computer. Okay. There are also some accessories that you might want to think about. You might want to get an arm and a shock mount for your mic. If you're going to get an arm, make sure that you don't get a really cheap rubbishy one. I did that and then it literally just crumbled. So don't, yeah, if you're going to get an arm, get a good one. Pop filters and mics are something that, pop filters and mic covers are something that you might want to consider. They're really good for those plosive sounds like P's and B's. If you're going to get the podcast bundle, you'll often find a pop filter in there at least. 
A large number of podcasts these days include a video element. I know podcasts, but yeah, a lot of the shows are shared to YouTube or at least clips are taken for social media. So I would say at the outset, invest in a webcam. It will make you look more professional. Honestly, I just couldn't believe the difference when I first plugged mine in from my inbuilt webcam. It was like night and day. I just have the Logitech C920, which I don't think they do anymore, but I think it may have been replaced by the C922X. Very similar anyway, and that will do the job. They're not expensive. For Christmas one year, my husband bought me, I think it was a Razer camera, and it's really good, but sometimes it clashes with Zoom or Google Meet when I've tried to use it in meetings. I'm not sure why, but anyway, I never have any problems with my Logitech when it comes to podcasting. Another thing that you might want to consider, I realize this list is getting longer after saying there's basic things you need, and this is totally optional, but a ring light, because good lighting is going to make you look and feel so much better if the podcast is on video. So I would probably grab one of these two. You don't have to spend a fortune, just a little light behind your screen is just going to make you look so much better. All right, question, what are we on? I think four, question number four. Will I be able to see the questions or topics beforehand or will they be a surprise? Again, this is really going to depend on the show. Hosts have different ways of doing things. The better known show actually comes to mind and on that show, I don't know if you listen to it, but the host asks guests for six things they wish were better known. So obviously all that is prepared in advance. Some hosts are going to give you advanced questions anyway, and they'll stick to them. Some hosts will give you questions which they'll just use as a starting point for your discussion. Some shows are going to give you no clue at all. They're just going to want more of an organic conversation. Some shows have a couple of standard questions that they always ask the guest. If you listen to this podcast regularly, you've probably heard me talk about when I was a guest on a show and they always asked a question about one of the co-hosts owning a llama farm and put a problem to the guest around the llama farm that they had to answer using their expertise. I was not given any notice of that. But I did know because I listened to a couple of episodes beforehand. Some shows will just talk about the theme of the episode, the topic that they want to cover. Others will arrange a pre-interview with you. That's about a 15 minute chat where you go through and decide what you're going to cover. Let me tell you what we do before we contact shows. We put together a one sheet for our clients. And in this, we identify topics and questions they can cover. Some hosts will actually use these in the conversation, but for others, it can just give a good idea of where the conversation could go. What's key really as a podcast guest is that you're able to go with the flow of the conversation. Don't expect to get advanced questions and certainly don't demand them. It might feel a little bit daunting to show up and not know what you're going to be asked. But it honestly gets easier the more interviews that you do. Something that can really help is to prepare. So before you're a guest, look at the topics and questions you've said you can talk about. 
and come up with three bullet points that you could cover for each. Think about if there are any facts that you could share to illustrate these points or even better stories, because stories, as we've said before, make you such a memorable guest. You could write these bullet points on post-its and stick them to your monitor so you can just flash your eyes up at them quickly. And you can write your key facts down somewhere you can quickly refer to. But you don't want your prompts to be obvious. Whatever you do, do not feel tempted to write out a whole script that you're going to sit there and read word for word. It's not the idea of a podcast interview. It's, I know, interview. It's a conversation. Though writing it out, if this is the way your brain works, it would work for me. Write out potential answers because that will just help it get in your head. Just don't be tempted to read them. Put your notes away. No full notes. All right. What should I do if I have technical difficulties during the recording? This is our final question for today. Right. We'll understand that this is something that does happen. It's going to happen to you at some point if you're doing lots of interviews. So firstly, do everything that you can to prepare. Make sure that your computer's plugged in. That's always a good start. Make sure that your mic's working, your webcam's turned on. Turn off all notifications and anything that might be taking up memory on your computer in the background that might cause problems during the recording. If you can, wire in your internet, do that. But sometimes, you know, difficulties just arise. There's just nothing that we can do about them. Somebody may decide to suddenly work on your internet on the road, start digging up the road, and your internet may become stable or cut off. Your computer might die. Your microphone might break. All these things can happen. We once had a client who was all set for her podcast interview and a thunderstorm decided to arrive. And there was a big clap of thunder, flash of lightning, and she lost her connection to the host. So it's a good idea to let each host have your phone number for backup before the podcast interview. If you have a one sheet, you'll likely put it on this and have your phone to hand. Now, I know we say turn off all alerts and you do want to do that. But if you just have your phone nearby in case there's a problem, you can ring the host, the host can ring you. And it's just important to keep communication lines open, you know, as soon as you can, assuming you've not had a massive power cut or when the power goes back on, just get in contact with the host, let them know what's happened. Most people are very reasonable and understanding and you can just rearrange the recording for another time. You know the saying, man plans, God laughs, so don't stress. Okay, and that's all that we have for today in terms of questions. If there's anything that you'd like us to answer in a future episode, send them over to podcast at victoriabenyon.com and our team will keep a note of them and we'll do another episode like this before too long. I hope it's been useful and I'll talk to you again next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Best Guest Podcast today. I'll talk to you again in the next episode.